Is this house a good price compared to others in the area? Are prices going up or down? If I don't make an offer right this very moment, will I miss my chance? These are just some of the questions a home buyer might ask. And these are the sorts of questions an agent who is a Realtor can help answer. Because Realtors have the expertise, data, and access to specialty training to help you navigate the process of buying a home. They provide support, guidance, and have your back every step of the way. That's what Realtors do, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Okay, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. That's obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. To reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. Here's the thing. Information is power. Information is money. Literally, the currency of today's world of of entrepreneurship is information. And if you could bring all of the your the information about your business into one dashboard this is incredibly valuable netsuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting financial management inventory hr into one platform and one source of the truth about your business with netsuite you reduce it costs because netsuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required access from anywhere you cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite and you're improving efficiency by bringing all of your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. This is so valuable. You just hit a button and you can see all the information about your business instead of having to like call five different departments and get all these emails and put it all together and make sense of it. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash james. netsuite.com slash james. netsuite.com slash james. This isn't your average business podcast, and he's not your average host. This is the James Altucher Show. Idealist of the day. And again, we're taking these idealists from the excellent new social media site, notepad.com, N-O-T-E-P-D.com, where people could write idealists. I always talk about how Writing an idea list every day makes you smarter, more creative, and so on. And so many people have asked me over the years, can you make a site like this? So we did it. There's plenty of lists up there. At the end of this podcast, we're going to have a challenge for you to make one of your own lists. But today, we're going to talk about the 10 most influential people in history, which when we were first developing Notepad, I just uploaded this list as a test. But Hey, who do you think are the 10 most influential people in history? And we'll talk about a few on this list, but start thinking of your own. So Jay, Paolo, Robin, who would you say is the most influential person in history, regardless of my list? Well, forget about my list for a second. Oh, uh... Elon Musk. The most influential person in history? History, though. Oh, okay. History, He's maybe going to be the most influential person of next year. <laughs> But I don't know if like my life has changed okay. at all. 
Oh, because yeah. Of him. Um, because, oh, 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 oh. Goddard. Dr. Goddard. Oh, who is Goddard? Robert Goddard invented the rocket ship, which, of course, uh, the technology he used was used to make the the space program in the U.S. and in Russia. We have a man on the moon because of Robert Goddard. Uh, and, and also, you know, w missiles and stuff like that are based on his technology as well. But I would say that's influential in terms of like missiles became influential. But was the right. space program influential? It's, uh, so what, I think it's interesting though, what you just said earlier, right, about Elon Musk. And you said, uh, my life hasn't changed because of him. And that seems like an interesting way of defining, uh, you know, uh, who's the most influential Influence. person in, yeah. in, yes. in history. I mean, by, by that logic, the most influential person in history is my mother. Right, <laughs> everything happens that, uh, so because you of her in yeah. my life. Yeah, okay, she's okay, okay, my okay. life the most. That's true. Yeah, that's true. She's the most influential person in your life. But like, I'll I'll say influence is maybe all of our lives, the entire planets, mankind have, are are where they are now because of this person. A higher percentage of what their life is like now is because of this person than because of another person. Okay, so it has to be a person, not an event. So then okay. your mother is most likely not the most one of the most influential people in history, but she's the most influential person to Apollo. <laughs> I mean, I take issue with that statement, but uh, <laughs> I'll try to forget. <laughs> okay, Retract. okay. All right. This is, okay, the guy that created the, the phone, uh, something Bell. Alexander Graham Bell. Alexander Bell. Yep. Graham Bell. Yeah, because, because of the phone, now we can just look at TikTok every day. Yeah. And or then you could say Ford, or you could say... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so I did not include these people on the list. So Alexander Graham Bell or Henry Ford, by the way, did not invent the car, but he yeah, did the assembly line. Nikola yeah. Tesla did not invent the car, nope. and and even his version of electricity was not used because Thomas Edison's political skills were much greater than Tesla's political. Tesla, you know, he invented a better version of electricity, but Thomas Edison was more influential because yep. he knew government officials and he was able to get the contract to supply. Manhattan with electricity. So his version of electricity is what we know now. He was but a schmoozer. He was a schmoozer. He's a schmoozer, which makes yeah. him more, by the way, influential people are not necessarily good guys. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, it's not like who's the best person ever. It's who's the most influential people. Yeah, yeah it, it's interesting. Yeah, it's kind of a definition. It's not the most important, but who's affected the most lives, let's say. Yes. So because of that, I'd rather think something like, uh, Genghis Khan, you know, isn't like mm -hmm. one third of the population is descendant of Genghis Khan or something like that. So that's Genghis number Khan, one put, on your first. Please. Yeah. So, so, uh, how many, I'm going to just Google it real quickly. How many descendants of Genghis Khan are there? I have to say, I don't have Genghis Khan blood in me. I uh, do. I did 23 in me. So I didn't have. So, by the way, 8% uh, of the men living in the region of the former Mongol Empire carry. Y chromosomes that are like identical to Genghis Khan's. And mm -hmm. here's another one that says uh, one in 200 men are direct descendants. So actually that's less than what I thought. I thought it was more like what Paulo said, which is that one third of the world is descended from Genghis Khan, but it's more like one in every 200 is a relative. If you think about it, uh, I don't know if this is going to make it into podcast. If you think about it, you know, he, he do whatever he wants to do. At, at, at the old age, he just does, he, he can do whatever he wants to do, but he just doesn't have... That that load anymore? You know what I mean? That what do you mean? <laughs> uh, he just he could perform, but maybe just just no well, substance. Is it, but wait, is it true? I mean, old men have like people eighty years old have kids. 
So like, are you saying? I don't know. And you know, maybe he was just particular. They didn't have like Viagra or anything back then, but maybe he was particularly virile. So or maybe. Uh, and also, also should be mentioned that he murdered ten percent of the world's population. And right. So he could have had a ne- that that has you know a that's a great effect. way either have a lot of kids or kill a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> the remaining ones yeah. are going to be or your both. kids. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, here's a question. Oh my God. Like, like, would you put Hitler on a list of the most influential people? Because the guy, I mean, there's still less Jewish people in the world than there were before World War II. Well, I mean, like, uh, like I always think about influential. I thought influential, you have to influence a humanity towards a different directions, right? Well, so that like would Alexander be- Graham Bell created a phone and a whole humanity sort of went to a different directions. But I don't know if Hitler or Genghis Khan does the same. Well, you but know, here's like, an interesting thing bend. about Jay. That's an interesting point. But like, if Alexander Graham Bell didn't exist, would the phone have never existed? I mean, there's a lot of evidence that almost every great invention in history was developed simultaneously around the world by many people. So, for instance, right. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Alexander Graham Bell had to race to the patent office because someone else was racing. To the patent office oh. to file their own patent for the invention of phone, just like the car, just like the printing press or calculus. You know, calculus. Isaac Newton and Leibniz didn't even know each other was working on calculus, and yet they both invented it at the same time. Right. So, huh. would you say that Isaac Newton's influential? Well, if he didn't live, then somebody else would have done it. So, I would discount his is influence. Although, Same thing with oh God, and I, I almost take issue with that. Although, I mean, uh, I am a bit biased, but okay, going back to that, I think there's, I read somewhere, I can't remember where, that there is this idea where kind of uh, advancements or kind of technological events, so, you know, creation of calculus or let's say creation of the phone and stuff like that, if someone didn't do it, there would have been someone else who would have done it, you know, Yes. 20 years right. later or something like that. Whereas with kind of historical events, you know, if Hitler wasn't born, the world would probably be different, right? Because uh, there's not, there wouldn't be someone else who would have had the same ideas and done the same things. Uh, going back to uh, Newton, though, I think, I don't know, I would, uh, I mean, I have a physics Yeah, I'm right? curious so, why you're biased about Newton yeah, versus Leibniz. Like, it's an odd thing to be biased it, no, about. No, no, it's not like I'm biased about n- n- Newton versus Leibniz in itself, but just, like, the contributions that Newton has done are kind of insane. Like, to in so much as a single person, maybe that's true, there could have been 10 other people at the same time doing one-tenth of the work, and he wouldn't have... Uh, so maybe maybe that's true. I think it, it, it does not detract, though, from the like greatness of the person. It's like it saying... It doesn't detract from the greatness it, it, at all. Like, he did it. He invented it. But I'm just arguing if, in terms of uh, how we live today, if Newton never existed, we'd probably live the same way because Leibniz. We would have, got, yeah, we would have yeah. used Leibniz's form of calculus. Yeah, it's somewhat likely, yeah. Same thing with Thomas Edison. Like, if we didn't use Thomas Edison's electricity, maybe we'd use Tesla's form of electricity. Right. I mean, but the thing is, like, the fact that they are the one that created it, right? Uh, yeah, someone else is created at the same time, you know, but he actually created and patented it. And then he is the one that in everyone's history book that everyone learned about. That's why he is a little bit more influential than any other people. Well, we that's, know about those history books. Defined. 
Yeah, yeah, you know about the history book because the winner or victor decide who to be on there. Right. So the, the victor, of course, writes was, history. But yeah. there's a here's an Italian guy, uh, Antonio Meucci, uh, began developing a phone in 1849, and in 1871 he filed <laughs> what's called a caveat, an announcement of an invention for his design. But due to hardships, he he wasn't able to afford to renew his, I guess, patent. Paolo so, has something to say. Yeah, yeah, that's who we learn in Italy invented the phone, right? You're kidding. So that's, <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Wait, really? Really? Yeah, yeah. Like Alexander I, Graham Bell is like shit in Italy. Like yeah, it's Antonio yeah. Meucci. Who's that? It's Bell? Kind of Did he work on uh, you know musical yeah. bells Who's or something Bell? like that? Yeah. yeah. Who's that guy? Yeah, it says here, his role in the invention of the telephone was overlooked until the United States House of Representatives passed a resolution on June 11th, 2002, honoring his contributions and work. So we still would have had a telephone. We Don't worry, Jay, we still would have had TikTok, yep. even if Alexander <laughs> Graham Bell never existed. Right. Yep. But I feel, like, I feel like influential, I don't know. I, it, I, know, I know it's about the list, but it almost felt like it became the, the, the debate about the definition of influential. Like, but no, that's, that's okay. We could, I mean, that's interesting because what, that decides who's on a list. list. Like, so, right. he, so here's another example. Um, I included Jesus on the list, and yet Jesus during his lifetime was not really that influential at all. He had like a dozen disciples, <laughs> like twelve people, and you know, I guess hundreds of other people listened to him. But well, he was he in a was. very small part of the world. Well, like most people are Christian. There's like Christianity, right? Is what... Well, right. He, he spread clearly, Christianity. Yeah, clearly over time he became influential. Yeah, influential. I mean, I mean. Islam and Christianity is all stems from Jesus, right? Yeah. Did you did you see that new article that said that Jesus proves that he didn't die on the stake or something? I don't know. No, what? what? I don't know. What I was just, the it was like 1,200-year-old script that said that um, uh, proves that Jesus didn't die uh, on, the on the cross or the stake. Well, as far as I know, the only mention of Jesus in any kind of history is Flavius Josephus, who is a uh, Roman historian, uh, mentioned briefly that there was a revolt among the Hebrews where you know somebody named Jesus was involved. Hmm. So that I think that's the only actual historical mention of of Jesus. There's a bunch of mention uh, mentions of him in the um, Dead Sea Scrolls. Yeah, I don't know what the story is with those. Well, Constantine is the one that created the I, I guess the Bible that we read now. And he took out a lot of those, you know, books. Yeah, I think, I mean, for a long time, right? The, so the Dead Sea Scrolls were discovered uh, and then it took a long time to translate them. And I don't know, uh, we don't know if they've been translated correctly or we don't know the extent to which they wrote about something that was true. Uh, yeah. And I don't know of them mentioning Jesus, actually. I mean, I'm just a regular agent on the podcast, <laughs> so I don't know anything about Jesus. <laughs> I have to say, Airbnb has changed my life. I just love staying in Airbnbs. Like in about a month, I'm going to Cocoa Beach, which is right next to Cape Canaveral. I'm going to watch some rocket launches. I'm going to, of course, be staying in a very nice Airbnb on the beach. And it's just such a great experience. Like the whole world is available to us now because of Airbnb. But whenever I'm at an Airbnb, 
I always realized, you know, I the home that I left to come to this Airbnb, I could be making money on that right now by hosting and and being an Airbnb myself. So, and I've known people, I had a friend who basically, you know, made a living from turning his home into an Airbnb. So if you have a home, but you're not always at home, you do have an Airbnb there. And it's an e- it can easily fit into your lifestyle and it's a great way to earn some money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The famous Abraham Lincoln quote says, good things come to those who wait. I wonder, did he really say that? Jay, did he really say that? Can you look that up? Regardless of who said it, that's only part of the quote. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. Well, if you're a business owner and want the best people on your team, the same applies. And listen, I've interviewed 1,500 people now and a lot of entrepreneurs. I can safely say the one thing consistent among all entrepreneurs and CEOs, the the successful ones, is that it's all about the people you surround yourself. You, if you hire well, you're going to have a great business. And, you know, thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring. So you find qualified candidates fast. This is so important. And I, I want you to try it. You could try it as a potential employer or employee. You could try it for free at ziprecruiter.com slash James. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, if you're hiring, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I will tell you that I signed up on ZipRecruiter as a potential employee. You know, I just wanted to see how it works. And right away, it started matching me with really amazing potential employers. So give it a try at ZipRecruiter.com slash James. Let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash James to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash James. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Jay, does it resonate with you saying Jesus was influential because would Confucius or Lao Tzu or somebody, and maybe this is like naive of me, would they be considered more uh, influential? Well, influential to me. For sure, because we learn about them and and we learn about their philosophy. We don't learn about their story, but you know we learn about their philosophy and all that stuff. So I think, and then also like, and then also you you you, you there's a lot of like you know like like the the Confucius thinking just came out from that too. You know, like people mm-hmm. have like a like a whole philosophy came out from the one person. And for you, is Buddha more influential than Jesus? Like, or for know. for people when you were growing up, for people you knew? Okay. It- See, I don't know if Buddha is influential. Buddha is just a, a, a figure that we maybe maybe we heard about story or maybe we pray to, but it wasn't as influential as Confucius maybe, at least for me. You know, what like what about would, Jesus though? Jesus is just a story for me too. Like I, It's like a story that I watch on TV, but that doesn't, I watch Spider-Man, but that doesn't mean Spider-Man is influential to me. You know? I think the and, answer and, is uh, who has the most followers on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well then, The Rock is the most influential person in history. So I mean, I, I I guess I guess The Rock is right now, you know, because of maybe Steve Jobs is too, you know. 
because of his inventions and I don't know his whole book about him and, and yeah. stuff like that. In fact, he invented yeah. the turtleneck. Yeah, the turtleneck. <laughs> well, he did invent the idea that if if you wear if you have twenty versions of the same outfit, it reduces the amount of thinking you have to do in the morning, so you have energy to think about more important things. So. A lot of it seems a lot of Silicon Valley entrepreneurs right. uh, uh, have bought into that, um, but yeah, I guess Jesus. I mean, I mean, billions of people follow the words of of Jesus and Muhammad, so I kind of like lump them in together. Right, and, and so then you could argue Abraham, who supposedly started Judaism, although there's no historical record of him, is even more influential because he, you know, Jesus ultimately was born Jewish, and uh, right. But okay, what about on the negative side? Like Stalin, Mao, Hitler. Between them, they probably murdered 100 million people between the three of them. Right. Like how... I, I'm just thinking about like how, how, how did they influence people? Yeah, they kill people. But did people's thinking about the... The, the philosophy... Like for me, influential is... Influence is always about philosophy. Like someone... Like maybe... Maybe Robin's list influenced me to think about a different thing than Robin is influential to me. So I don't know. Did they? Did they actually? Uh, well, that's a good point. Influence. Again, it's related to the definition of influence. Like yeah. you could say, influence is what percentage of the world's thoughts are related to maybe the thoughts of an earlier right. person, and then that person would be could be said to have influence. Or yeah. like, what's the time frame of that influence? Was it in the last twenty minutes, or was it the past twenty years? <laughs> well, that would be related to what percentage of the world they affect. Yeah, and right. I think I think that's very interesting because there's a kind of time-wise uh, component to this. That's uh, people who are yeah. more more recent are more likely to influence us kind of directly, whereas yeah. the more people go into the past, they're more likely to have affected uh, you know a longer. Uh, lifestyle, you know, amount of time and longer and larger amount of people. So there's uh, an interesting balance there. Yeah. So yeah. the other thing to think about is like, is Plato actually influenced? Is he an influencer? Like, does he influence? Well, that's him? interesting because let's say, let's say, <laughs> wouldn't that be funny if because... he, had, he was on Twitter? <laughs> it's Plato. Is he an influencer? I wonder how many followers he'd have. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, uh, it's interesting because look, Plato himself, uh, who knows? I mean, he was like the first major philosopher, but then yeah. he taught Aristotle and yeah. and Aristotle taught you, everybody from the Stoics to the Cynics to the all these different philosophical schools of thought that we now um, spend a lot, you know, a lot of people dedicate their lives to thinking about these things or living a life in, in let's say, a Stoic way or, or whatever. I mean, Books on stoicism now are are they they hand them out at the airport practically. So yeah, uh, yeah. So Plato might be influential. So it could be, yeah, yeah. So, and I would say I threw this on the list, even though he's not necessarily influential to other countries, but maybe he is George Washington. And the reason mm -hmm. I say George Washington is because he the most influential thing he did was he left office. So he served for two terms in the United States as president of the United States. And they literally wanted to make him king and wanted to keep him, him to keep going as president. But he said no. And he stepped down. He rejected power. He stepped down. And I think that really influenced, you know, how, how people saw, oh, U.S. democracy is something different than we've seen before. And many countries then mm -hmm. 
uh, adopted almost the same constitution that we did because they saw it working in action. And Lincoln, right. too. So now, 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 Paulo and, and Jay, though, uh, George Washington probably means almost nothing to you. Well, well, the, uh, like the way I learned about George Washington is about the, the tree that he chopped down and not about lying. <laughs> that's, the, that's the only thing I learned about him in high school or in, in whatever, like primary school or, or that's kindergarten what I learned or whatever. Too. Yeah, so, so like, I, it's like I felt like that he could be influential, but it just, I felt like it's more like unconsciously influential. Like no one would think about him as influential in that way. I think Martin Luther King would be on my yeah, list. Yeah, because well, between Martin Luther King and Gandhi, they they yeah. kind of came up with a new way of protesting. The nonviolent protests yeah. they sort of demonstrated could be more effective the violent protests, and that's influenced all social protesting since then. Like if you look at like the trucker convoys in Canada, they're really right. kind of, you know, despite what Justin Trudeau says, the, the, these Canadian trucker protests have been very peaceful. Right. And that's influenced by Gandhi and MLK. And before that, by Gandhi was very influenced by Leo Leo Tolstoy. Um, but oh right. So so it's kind of a a genealogy of influence, which is interesting right. to always study. But just like George Washington is ultimately has a genealogy of influence that goes back to the Magna Carta, where it kind of limited the the powers of a mon of a monarch. And, yeah, and, so and even that goes back to. Um, you know, who was the guy in 1776 BC? Oh, the uh, Hammurabi, the Code of Hammurabi. Oh, right. So, so essentially every influencer or every person that were, that were influential has someone else that inspired them. Probably, or at least, or influenced them. At or least they stood to. on the shoulders of great, you know, everybody stands on the shoulders of greatness. Every great, uh, every great person, I should say, stands on the shoulders of the greats. So not necessarily <laughs> us. But other people. I, see, I feel like that's a good list to do. Like, like who, like, so, like, someone should just pick one name and who, who did they, who were they inspired by, or which greatness of shoulder did they stand? Well, a lot of people won't be famous. That you'll say, or pe most people won't say that. The, I mean, because somebody that inspired me, no one would really know who she is. So right, right. But then, um, but that'd be interesting though to to take some of these influential people like Hitler or Jesus or, uh, I don't know, Alexander Graham Bell and, and kind of trace back in, in time who influenced them. So I think an interesting Him. example of this is uh, if you look at uh, Nobel Prize winners for physics, if you look mm -hmm. at whoever won and who was their kind of uh, uh, supervisor in university, there's an extreme overlap. You can literally huh. oh, look at the really? Nobel Prize winner and go back two, three, four, and they're all Nobel Prize winners. Interesting. Oh, that's really interesting. So I think this mostly applied in also early uh, 1900s and maybe till 1950s mm -hmm. or something, but there was an extreme yeah. overlap. Yeah, yeah, it's very uh, interesting to see also how much, hmm. because this, uh, I suppose it also means that the supervisor actually affects you uh, a lot, right? Because they're able to and, write. and also it, it was science in particular. Like I'm, I just uh, looked up who inspired uh, Einstein. And on the one hand, there's a physicist uh, Albert Michelson, uh, who I guess did some stuff in photoelectricity. I don't know. I think it's and, a standard. There's an experiment. I think it's called Michelson and Morley experiment. I think it's the same person. They basically did stuff about seeing, uh, measuring the speed of light and uh, stuff like that. 
Paolo, you walked on the same campus as him. <laughs> oh yeah. And then, but then, <laughs> but then, um, uh, it turns out that Einstein was also inspired by science fiction writers named Felix, who I've never heard of, Felix Eberty and Aaron Bernstein. And apparently, he devoured Bernstein's work with breathless attention. And it may have inspired one of the conjectures that led to his special theory of relativity. So apparently this guy Bernstein, he wrote a book, uh, a story in 1846, The Stars and World History, and everybody speculated on what might happen if humans could travel faster than the speed of light. And he also wondered, what would you see if you observed the events uh, from Earth? And that's exactly the thought experiment that Einstein did. So it's interesting to see all the different ascendants, not descendants, but ascendants or ancestors of, of a thought or an idea. Yeah, that would be a great list for someone to do. So I will make a challenge though, is go on to Notepad, anybody listening to this, go on to notepad.com, N-O-T-E-P-D.com, and list who you think are the most influential people in history. Or alternatively, take someone you find influential and who are the top 10 influences or five or three or seven, who are the top influences on that person? And maybe the, the, the best of those lists will bring back on the podcast and, and talk to you about it. So if you like this, subscribe to the podcast, check out notepad.com, which is a place where you could write publicly or privately your 10 ideas a day and keep track of them and search them and search the ideas of others and, and get smarter at the same time. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. <laughs>